Welcome to the podcast that no one asked for. The one where your favorite characters from your favorite fandoms get wet, wild, and weird. Where erotic fan fiction helps pop culture pop a boner, and we all get to laugh about it. I'm Allie Lefevre. I'm Lindsay Rush. I'm Danny Chapman. And this is Fangasm. The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, strong language, and characters we don't own. Welcome back to Fangasm. I'm Allie. I'm Danny. And I'm Lindsay. Hi. Hey. We are so excited because sometimes you only get one part of one story each week. But this week we have a delightful surprise for you, which is our very, very first <laughs> mini, 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 mini fic written by Allie Lefevre's brain during her dream <laughs> sequence last night that she's going to share with you before we get into this story. Instead of calling it a fanfic, I feel like it has to be like dream fic or a like sleep fic. fic. Yeah. Something. Yeah. I wish. It's a wet dream. Sleep. A wet dream. <laughs> a mini oh, wet dream. Great. So imagine you look across a park, the grass is green, the trees are in full bloom, and you see Hayden Christensen sitting on a park bench. Even Allie's dreams are dated. Like We were like, why is he starring in this dream? Actually, he would take the role. He's like, how much does it pay? Nothing great. He's living at a farm in Canada right now. Is he the new Nick Cage? (laughs) And you walk up to him and introduce yourself, and he immediately locks eyes with you and says... Hey, something feels really magical here. I'm in love with you. It feels really right. And he proceeds to follow you out of the park back to your van that has a full size picnic bench. You creep. (laughs) Your van or his van? No, apparently this is my van. Oh, wow. And so we're sitting on the same side of this picnic bench with all of our friends. Oh, you guys are same siders. We're same siders. But we look across the other side of the picnic bench and it's. His ex, Rachel Bilson. So <laughs> tension rises. <laughs> I'm immediately anxious. This isn't right. And he swears she's okay with it. So he has his oh. hand on my lower back. And Rachel Is he there. rubbing the tattoo? <laughs> Stroking <laughs> my tramp stamp. He's like, All is possible. Rachel Lovingly. doesn't care. <laughs> All is possible with Rachel here. <laughs> and then cut to all of a sudden, we're in the middle of post-apocalyptic <laughs> world, overrun by zombies. It is a cross between Whoa. Bird Box <laughs> and World War Z. And at one point in the dream... So this is a crossover wet dream. <laughs> crossover wet dream. No, Hayden's no longer in this part of the dream. Oh, bummer. So he just his role was smaller than he hoped. <laughs> so at this point, I have jumped inside a speedboat and trying to survive the apocalypse, going through alleys that have now been flooded with water. It is like a... Oh, cool. You're on a boat on a in boat, a city? Though? In a city. things are flooded. Sweet. Flooded. Cool. Flooded streets. It looks run down. It looks like we're going through like the back streets of like India, mm. like Mumbai. And all of a sudden, the... <laughs> Specifically Mumbai. <laughs> Just in case you're picturing the wrong... Sorry, Indian Delhi. City. You're not... <laughs> yeah. Taxes it's... were too high to film in this location. <laughs> yeah. So... Not Delhi, Mumbai very. That's Mumbai. And As specified by somebody who's clearly been to India and wants everyone to know. Yeah, Mumbai. Mumbai. Hi, I've been there. It was 2014. I remember very clearly. And and all of a sudden the boat runs out of gas. Ah, and that's what I was thinking because I feel like in post-apocalyptic times, 
those sort of things are scarce. Ha- yes. Gasoline? We've been, been <laughs> surviving luck. for a long time on this boat because something about the water was protected. But now we're stranded in this boat and we have to get out of it, run through a building. And there are people that are loitering through like the streets in the building. And we don't know if they're zombies or if they're people trying to survive like us. Mm. And I'm with this gentleman who's like this man. It's like he's in his late 40s, bearded, dirty. He's been surviving alongside me. And all of a sudden, we're walking through a building, and he's ahead of me, and he gets sucked into the floorboard by an octopus, like tentacled creature. And as he's getting dragged down, he screams, you can't look at them. You can't look at them. And I look at his eyes, and they have big black circles over them. His or the octopus? His. So now I don't know where to look. She better not have been looking at that octopus. So now I don't know where to look. So without getting into all the minutiae details of this dream that lasted what would have been seven and a half to eight hours long. It was a, it was a Netflix series. I come to the end of this. I walk out of the building and I look and there's two directions. One is this big ocean that I think could be one way to like save myself, go out into the ocean on, there's like a rowboat, but I'm like, oh, it feels like open water. It feels unsafe, but maybe that's the safest place to be. Mm. And it's counterintuitive. Moana pushes you aside and says, I got this one. <laughs> That's my boat. And <laughs> her grandmother comes from the sea and rescues yeah. me. Aww. And then the other direction is to go through like these back streets, which feels like the right way. So all of a sudden now, Hayden Christensen is back in the dream. And Woo! I am no longer, I'm just observing this. And in the dream, <gasps> he's trying body. to find me. So he's walking through these streets and he sees what looks like a rundown bazaar. And he pulls back a curtain and he sees me, <laughs> who is actually Elizabeth Moss. The whole time. The whole time. <laughs> Wow. Dressed in a full sari garb. And I have on like, like a sari, but I have like a nose ring. You mean like Elizabeth you? Yeah, Elizabeth me. And it's attached to this like beautiful piece of fabric. And it's a <gasps> wedding outfit because he wants to marry me before the end of the world. <laughs> oh my goodness. And, and Danny and I have titled this World w- War Octopus, Octopus Box. Box. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Coming to a theater near you. <gasps> Wow. Ooh. Yeah, it was uh it had all the raw emotions. So is that really where it ends or do you do you that's know if you I guys woke, survived? That's, that's where, where you woke I woke up. up, but I imagine we survived because it felt like we were close to the end of where like the survivors camp would be. Mm. I like to think it doesn't matter because they were in love. We were in love. So, so even if we didn't wow. survive, they will have spent eternity together. We did. If it yeah. ended 12 minutes later. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, today's story, actually. So that's the end of the episode. Okay, you guys, thanks for tuning in. This is great. <laughs> when the episode ends. <laughs> Check wet, your octopus. Wet, dream Sorry. or dry. <laughs> that was shitballs bananas. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, it was an eight-hour dream. That wasn't even the tip of the dreamberg. It was wow. bonkers. So Speaking of bonkers, shitball banana stories... Let's dip back into our season 10. Well, we actually have a request for you. Yes. Send us your shitball banana stories. Oh, right. We are really excited because we are going to be releasing a new series of quickies on Patreon that are going to be basically like not safe for regular podcasting streams. like <laughs> Or for anyone's brain. For anyone's no. brain. Um, so any of the craziest, funniest, weirdest, sexiest, wackiest, Legal, consensual, safe rules, it's all apply. (laughs) Any Any fandom. fandom. We've always really kept a lot of the really weird quickies and stuff over there, but now we want to get extra weird and break break from the rules. Yeah, and we want to start dipping into other fandoms. So currently we had Harry Potter in the office, and then we have an upcoming fandom season on the pod. We want to start 
you know, testing the dark and dirty waters mm-hmm. of other fandoms on Patreon. So send us your Buffy, send us your Sherlock, send us your Marvels, send us your all the weird crossovers. Send us anything like, like this is nineties sitcoms, like anything wacky. We found that Friends one. Your dreams one turned into mm-hmm. a fic. I yeah. don't care. Send us your bird box. Write your own, right. Erotic fanfic. We Try and care. keep them on the shorter side. Yeah, yes. they, they like, should be less than 5,000 words. Yep. Or 4,000 words because they're going to be quick and dirty so we can do multiple ones. It'll basically be like, you know, when you first became sexually active and you were like, maybe I'm into this. And you're like, yeah. nope, I'm not. And yeah. then next, <laughs> we're going to do that in your ears. I was telling Danny and Allie about the show Passions, the uh, soap opera from the early aughts, and they hadn't heard of it, but I feel like that's a perfect, if you knew Passions, that's exactly the prototype for the type of stories I wanted. I want an orangutan as a nurse, a doll come to life, surfing to safety when the town floods. So, I mean, I, I need, I I need all my passion heads. Was, was R.L. Stein writing a sick, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to try to bring up Passions every episode for the rest of this season because I will remember... I'm going to look up the wildest things that happened on Passions. The more you talk about it, I feel like I have seen it. When you showed me the picture of the orangutan in the nurse (laughs) outfit, I suddenly had like a flash of, oh, yeah, this is everything I remember from my childhood. could have been so many things for you, though. Wait, hold on. Or I dreamt about it last night. Is that Hayden Christensen dressed like an orangutan in a nurse suit? (laughs) That's going to be tonight's stream. I looked up Passions because I remember reading that the orangutan who played the nurse, the... Passions tried to petition that she could be <laughs> eligible for an Emmy, and they said no. But I looked that up, and this just said one of the highlights that happened once. It said, a character trapped a pregnant woman in a pit, faked her own pregnancy by using a sack of flour, stole that woman's baby, and successfully passed it off as her own. So, oh, yeah, the, ner- the orangutan nurse's name was Precious. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if that was erotic, we would be reading that on the pod. Yes, look, Tabitha, a witch, survived a tsunami by surfing on a door. She used a door as a surfboard. (laughs) Anyway, so that's the kind of weird, that's the weird stuff that's going to be happening over at Patreon. So if you want to get in while the getting's good. Submit your fix. So if you go to our Facebook group, the Fanny Pack, at the top of the group, there's a link where you can submit your fix. That's the easiest, best way to do it. And join Patreon if you want to be a listener. If you're not a fic person... Yeah. Go get in so you can listen to us do this. Patreon.com forward slash fangasm. I mean, there are hundreds of pieces of content and quickies and stories and behind the scenes and <laughs> cockword puzzles and all, all the things that you would you want. want to find in a Patreon. Um, so join it for the old content, and then we're going to start pushing out some really funny, ridiculous new stories. Woo! Woo-hoo. Okay, so now let's do the blowdown of what happened in episode one. Episode one. Oh my God, it was so silly. I love it. I mean, we know that Jim loves to prank Dwight and that Pam is convinced that Jim is in love with Dwight. Yeah. And they had a girl, they had a girl's night. And then Jim had a very gooey dream. Ew. <laughs> wiggly. A wiggly, wiggly dream. A wiggly dream. Oh. Well, a the, soft dream. And the really funny part is that they went to the library together and Jim pranked Dwight by putting. Wasn't it like a sexy book in his... It was like male erotica. Male erotica in his bag. And it looked like he was stealing it. Yeah. He pranked Dwight by downloading Fangasm onto his phone by subscribing <laughs> to Fangasm. <laughs> when, he, when he plugged it in to listen to like survival skills, yeah. it was like, and welcome back. Welcome back to Fangasm Podcast. What is this? I didn't ding, download this. Ding, ding, ding. Um, yeah. And then it ended where he had just woken up from the Jello wrestling dream with yes. Dwight. So he's like, shoot, 
I too loved white. I never thought we'd ever get Jello wrestling in one of our fix, and I'm so delighted. It was time. I know. It's been too long. Man, I think we deserve more. Should we find out? Yeah, let's do it. Does Jello dream become Jello reality? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Jello. <laughs> Danny, I can't even look at you right now. By because the way, Danny is wearing. You will. I think we'll post a pic. He's wearing the most enormous, oversized. He looks like a sheep right now. Hooded teddy sweatshirt. It's like remember when um, Lenny Kravitz wore the enormous scarf. This is the sweatshirt <laughs> equivalent of that. Yeah, it's white. It looks like a cloud. I think you look really cool. Who's the rapper that wears? Is it Drake that Drake. wears huge doesn't fuzzy puff, sweatshirts like that? Doesn't Puffy wear things like that too? My dog. Puffin. Yeah, your dog. <laughs> doesn't Puffin It, it is rappers? an inside out comfy. And you oh. might have seen the comfy from the TV commercials in the middle of the oh, night. Oh, it's called is it a comfy? the maker of Trademark? a Snuggie? I think, think so. Oh, so smart. Wow. Who knew those guys were going to like stretch an out empire. there? <laughs> for gra- They're like, we're not going down. For everybody. Yeah. So yeah, check it out. Use, Sponsored by you, Comfy. Yeah, use the code Fangasm at checkout. <laughs> Just kidding. It won't work. Yet. Okay, let's do it. Let's do episode two. Okay. Jim agonized the whole weekend. He couldn't figure out where Pam had gotten her cockamamie ideas. He couldn't believe this had him worked up to the point of using words like cockamamie. <laughs> that sounds like something Dwight would. So where had Pam come up with that crazy idea? Dwight was a man, for one thing. Although it surprised Jim how little this fact seemed to bother him. Admittedly, he had entertained the notion that he might not be heterosexual. Jim had had what he would call crushes on both men and women, but the nature of the crushes were totally different. With his woman crushes, he always found himself wanting to hang out with him, to go to movies, to talk. His whole reason for befriending Pam when he first started at the office was because he just thought she was totally awesome. Mm. But when all his female crushes, sexual thoughts never even entered the picture. His male crushes, on the other hand, well... The fact that the first time Jim masturbated, he was thinking about his eighth grade English teacher, oh, wow. Mr. Severson, Ooh. was the first of Severson them. Snape. <laughs> I just Hopper. now pictured Severus Snape yeah. in uh, with, with that. No, just like a like the cool teacher that like sits backwards on his chair, oh. sits on a backwards chair, and is like, "I'm your friend. Call me Sev." <laughs> Potions are totally dope. Yeah, was the first of many major clues that he might be gay. Mm-hmm. The fact that another person had noticed this about him didn't bother him either. Pam was his first best friend. If <laughs> no, he, he's, like, a, he's another best friend, maybe. <laughs> Pam was his best friend. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know the words first. His <laughs> only been, best friend. Danny's like definitely his first best friend. If I, I know like, Jim, I he's like, never this is a dark layer. He's never gotten close with anyone before. <laughs> Oh, man. Pam was his best friend. If and when he had planned on telling anyone, she would have been the first. There we go. That's where I got the first. I skipped it from the other line. Wink. (laughs) No, what was bothering him most was that it was Dwight that she had assumed Jim was attracted to. Of all the guys at the office, even Michael admitted to having a man crush on Ryan. (laughs) All the ladies in the office thought Ryan is attractive. I do not think Ryan is attractive. Oh, except for Atlee Lefevre. Do you guys think Ryan's attractive? I hate his personality. Me too, in the show. that uh, Yeah. I feel like they always kind of make him look like a little coked out. Yeah. You know, like he always yeah. like. Yeah, like he hasn't slept in like six days. But BJ Novak is attractive. Yeah, he's BJ Novak is cute. All the ladies in the office thought Ryan is attractive, though he did not appeal to Jim at all. Still, why Dwight? <laughs> right? It's like, oh, no. my. <laughs> like imagine having a crush and then being like, no, Why? Crushes it's, are mysterious. Maybe yeah. just ask Allie and Christian. Yeah. yeah. Christian Haydenson. 
Oh my God. I just called you, him that you again. Keep calling him Christian. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys have any like I don't know why I'm attracted to that person, but I am like celebs. My friend did this on Instagram the other day. She said, Tell me your your most embarrassing or like your weirdest celebrity crushes. And I feel like that's a good question, but I don't It's like irrational. Mine isn't really that weird, but I I think I found him more attractive the more I watched the show he was on. Jimmy Simpson from Westworld. Uh-huh. When I first yeah, he's saw him, like I didn't find him attractive. Yeah. But That's I, a great example. I like thought he's super cute as the show went on. Tell Let us do know. you guys have any? I can't think of one off the top you of my head. But Adam I know. Driver's attractive. Yeah, but he's not. That's oh. not like weird. Oh, People I don't find think. him attractive at all. Yeah, but I feel like that's not that. Because he's someone that like you find him attractive because you've watched him be attractive on a show. Definitely, but I feel like I don't feel like he's fully in that category of like unexplained attraction. Right. Like I'm trying to think of there is someone that I get really giggly about that I don't. I think Conan is weirdly attractive. That's a good example. Yeah, that's a great no example. No sexual energy. But yeah. If you, <laughs> and if I like you're love still, him though. Yeah, I agree. I think he's yeah. attractive. Okay. Even when he's like, tip, 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 like I love when he does the puppet thing and he yeah. cuts his own strings. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I love him. <laughs> like, can I buy you a drink? As he's like puppeteering at a nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> you want to survive the apocalypse? Mm. <laughs> Hop in my boat. <laughs> still, why Dwight? Was it because Dwight was usually the focus of his pranks? It couldn't be. Pam helped him with pranks too. She didn't have a crush on him. Well, he certainly didn't either. Jim had never even thought about Dwight in that way. Having sex with him, how his authoritarian personality would translate to his personal style as a lover. Oh. <laughs> he'd, pr- he'd probably be dominant in bed. <gasps> dominant, but gentle. Ooh. Oddly enough, Jim could imagine him taking directions well. If you wanted it softer, Dwight would go softer. Uh, oh, but I don't think want- Dwight would take I directions well. I do not think well. he no. would, no. This is the proper speed. <laughs> <laughs> I've done all the calculations. <laughs> <laughs> But if you wanted it harder, he would really give it to you. He'd be dominant, but not necessarily always a top. Jim thought he would enjoy bottoming as well, and he certainly wouldn't be a passive bottom. He would have his say. And Jim ran into a pole as he (laughs) that thought while he was driving. (laughs) Like Jim sure knows a lot about he has a lot of semantics for someone who for someone who doesn't know that he's he's, not attractive men. Jim knew he had to derail that train of thought when he looked down and realized that his body was responding. Mm Think about Dwight. At first he felt guilty, and then he felt dirty, and then he felt frustrated at the apparent results of his attempt to prove himself that he did not have a crush on Dwight. <laughs> Those are all the stages of se- <laughs> sexuality. It is. In an attempt to distract himself from where he was currently heading, his thoughts went in a totally different, wholly terrifying direction. Jim imagined kissing Dwight chastely, cuddling with him on a couch and watching Harry Potter or Battlestar, <laughs> <laughs> watching oh. Beep Beep or Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> The SWAT team just kicked down the door of the studio. What did you guys say? <laughs> like tear gas just ended up like, ah! <laughs> we take it back. We take it back. <laughs> or Battlestar Galactica. And 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 it wouldn't matter. He's absurd. He's obstinate. He's predictable, yet he's surprising. Aww. He's steady and he's funny. <laughs> he makes Jim laugh. He makes Jim happy in a weird way. As long as Jim could be there with him, he would enjoy anything. He's not hot. You would never see him half naked on a calendar or an issue of Playgirl. (laughs) We wish. But he was, well, sexy at least to Jim. He was cute even. Oh my God. Jim totally had a crush on Dwight. (gasps) Finally, Monday arrived. 
Jim drove to work dreading his day, wondering how he would deal with everything that had come up over the weekend. The mine is a funny thing, though, and by the time he pulled into a Dunder Mifflin parking lot, he had seemingly suppressed all thoughts that had been causing anxiety since he had left Pam's. It made it easier to focus on his work throughout the day by not even looking at Dwight. Admittedly, this was harder to do when his desk faced that of the object of his suppressed thoughts, but Jim mostly managed to push it all down. Suppressed thoughts managed. <laughs> <laughs> Filed away. Do you know from Book of Mormon? Turn it off. Yeah, yeah. Light yeah. the light switch. Did I tell you my buddy from, so my best girlfriend from high school, her husband was the lead out in the Book of Mormon, Elder Cunningham, for years <gasps> on Broadway. Oh my God. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. He got discovered. He was performing at the Fringe Festival and he was a comedy duo. And the guys, the creators of South Park, who did Book of Mormon, they saw him performing and they invited him to participate. And he had never done a musical, never done anything like that before. Oh. So they trained him for like a solid month in preparation for auditioning for the role. I was visiting them in New York and he was practicing his lines and singing and dancing and he had never done any of that before. Wow. And then he ended up getting cast in a traveling show and then got the lead on Broadway. Oh my God. Yeah, isn't that wild? That is my dream. Like when I sang a minute ago, I'm like... <laughs> Trey, if you're listening, <laughs> cast me. Oh, my God. You would love him. Chris is the most wonderful, lovely guy. Isn't there a legend that, like, a FedEx guy overheard Mandy Moore singing and he had a friend in A&R and he, that's how she got discovered? Maybe. Like, your mailman? Know. Like, that's the... Oh, I love that. Mm. Someone fact check me. I'm going to sing more That's how we're going to get discovered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the deep end. <laughs> Crash through my curtains. <laughs> we're going to be like, oh, it's so catchy. Jim saw Dwight twiddling a pen between his fingers, the flawless movements, the ease with which he spun it. It just caught his eye. He looked up to focus on it more fully, and that's when Dwight grabbed the end of the pen with his other hand while his right hand slowly stroked lightly from the tip closest to Jim down the length of the pen to meet with the mm. finger of his left hand, and then even slower back to the tip. Oh, oh my God. When he reached he up to how to work a pen. Bick, mm. more like dick. <laughs> 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 oh, sorry. It's not a fart joke. Cool. Insert, I'll work on it. Insert laugh track. <laughs> no, I like paper it. mate. More like paper dick. Paper mm. ma- paper date. Paper date. <laughs> he then reached up to what? hold. Paper mate actually would have been better. <laughs> paper date. Oh my he then reached up to hold the pen between his lips as he typed. He started deep throating the pen. <laughs> no. He then used the pen to put a French twist in his hair. <laughs> Jim's body responded almost instantly. Dwight looked wide eyed up into Jim's eyes to find Jim staring at him. What? He asked in a half paranoid, half accusing tone. God, I love him so much. Of course, Jim couldn't say anything and he blushed. It shouldn't even be possible to blush when your blood is rushing in a decidedly more southern direction, but he blushed. Then he couldn't stop looking at Dwight's lips. <gasps> I, I want to zoom in. Dwight's lips. <laughs> they're very, like, curly. Yeah. They, they're very particular lips. Are they? He's Like, they're, like, flat and flipped. Like he, looks like a, he looks like a duck. <laughs> I promise you. He looks he like a real housewife. <laughs> Not, like, they're just, like. <laughs> I want to. Jim, what are you staring at? And he just has his, like, short sleeve. Work shirt on with his mustard and brown tie. Uh, I'm going to post a zoom in of Dwight's lips. <laughs> yeah. It's what the people want. He didn't know what the look on his face was, but apparently he had a similar look when he played a joke on him because Dwight became even more paranoid. 
Slowly scooting his chair over to Jim, he said in a low warning voice, What did you do, Jim? (laughs) Jim shivered. His voice had never had that effect on him before. (laughs) So he completely blamed Pam for bringing everything up. There Jim sat, shivering, hard as a rock, and looking at Dwight's lips. There was only one thing he could do. He ran to hide in the men's room for the remaining half hour of his work day. (laughs) Doesn't Creed always go to the bathroom in the women's bathroom? Because it's yes. nicer in there. Yes. And he just kind of sits in there and hangs he's out. He's so gross. He's such a weirdo. <laughs> dee do dee do. Hello? Help me. Jim, is, is that you? Yes. What's wrong? I need help, Pam. Aww. Okay, I'll, I'll be right over. Pam rushed over as quickly as she could, glad when she got there that she had. Jim looked absolutely miserable. He still wore the suit he had worn to work that day, but he had wrapped a blanket around himself. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and replaced his shoes with a pair of slippers. Oh, he must be at home. Oh, yeah. He's not. I was going to say, Michael definitely has a blanket. I thought he was still in the himself. bathroom. Oh, no. <laughs> I think he's at home. Creed had a blanket and slippers in there. <laughs> he opened the door dejectedly and made his way back to the couch, plopping down in a heap only vaguely resembling human. Mm-hmm. You were right. <gasps> was he expecting an answer to that? Pam only stood with a confused look on her face. I'm crazy about Dwight. Aww. Oh, congratulations. Jim finally looked up, outraged at her choice of words. What do you mean, congratulations? For finally figuring it out. (laughs) Why did you have to go and point it out to me? Well, honestly, I thought you already knew, said Pam. But isn't finally figuring out what you want liberating? Liberating, said Jim. I would have gone on, lived the rest of my life blissfully unaware, not knowing how I feel, sure, but also not knowing that I want something I can never have. Just having jello dreams and popping mm. boners at my desk. Yeah, that's a blissfully that's a way unaware. to live. <laughs> you would have figured it out eventually. Besides, you might be surprised if you just tell them how you feel, said Pam. Yeah, I can see that conversation happening. Just walk up and say, hey, Dwight, I would really like to go out with you to dinner and a movie. <laughs> then how about we go back to your place and you bend me over a bale of hay in the bar? <laughs> and we do it. Beat farmer style. <laughs> it's not like that's take the- a beating. <laughs> it's not like that's the kind of proposal that would get a guy beaten up or anything. Was that a pun? No. Yeah. <laughs> Pam had never considered that. <laughs> he wants it. He wants to get beaten, not right. beaten. Beat me up, yeah. baby. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Pam had never considered that. Was that a you Star Trek? beat me up, Scotty. It, it sort of turns. <laughs> <laughs> it's time. We what just happened. <laughs> me up, like, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> it's our first crossover fix. And Scotty would be like, I'm sorry, what'd you say? And then he'd be like, oh, B E E T. Yeah, it's a pun. Like a Sorry, Dwight. wrong number. Oh. Get it? You get it? Anyway, just a laser me. <laughs> and he just drops you out of the spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> Pam had never considered that. How do you know he doesn't feel the same way? said Pam. He looked at Pam with a sarcastic look, if looks could be sarcastic. Well, I'll do some recon, see if I can find anything out. No, I think you should not do that. We should pretend this never happened, said Jim. Quietly crossing her fingers behind her back, Pam replied, okay. No matter how much Jim tried to put his feelings on the back burner, Pam knew that this would slowly eat away at him, and she intended to do something about it. She would not rest until Jim was happy in the arms of Dwight Schrute. <sighs> she felt like Haley Mills in The Parent Trap. <laughs> oh, wow. Why, why Haley why? and not Lindsay Lohan? 
Because that's the original. The OG. The, the OG. OG. <laughs> she would set up a gay boy trap. <laughs> uh, we do not condone the setting up of gay boy traps, <laughs> yeah. but matchmaking is okay. A seemingly impossible task, but like every seemingly possible task, this one would begin with a single step. A secret handshake. A secret <laughs> In the Lizzie Lohan one, they have the handshake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, My yeah. friends and I used to do it. That's so dorky. Okay, I have to say something. Pam waited until Jim had to look up at her to continue. Do it beat farmer style. Cha-ching! He smiled. <laughs> Wait. Danny, I think she's like asking it like what that means. Yeah, like do, do a, beat a beat farmer style? Ah. Uh. I think she's just trying to make him smile. Ka-ching! And then, <laughs> and like, then she's Ka-ching! like, yeah. he smiled. <laughs> Here's how we're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Beat farmer. <laughs> like he's, she wants to like, form a secret plan, trap, but then tells style. them. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like opposite Ron Burgundy. I needed that question mark. <laughs> okay, I have to ask something. Pam waited until Jim had looked up at her to continue. Do it. Beat farmer style, she asked. <laughs> Ka-ching. He smiled. <laughs> was that better? Yeah, yeah that was great. <laughs> <laughs> you said he smiled in the same voice as you'd say, the end. Yeah. He, he smiled. Ah, <laughs> uh, she cheered him up. When the episode ends, check your underpants. Are you horned up or down? Whoa, I think we're about to get discovered. It's Mandy Moore's mailman. Get out of here, mailman. <laughs> I think it was a UPS delivery guy or a mailman. <laughs> it was actually FedEx. It was like, to lore. FedEx. <laughs> here to discover you. I somehow had the passcode to Cards Against Humanity. I don't know where that came from. When was I making bad mailman sex joke? When was I, did I make a Fed sex? Who was getting mail? Mm. Don't you remember? We did like a bunch of them. I think it was in the office season. Hmm. Feels like a fresh joke. Yeah. <laughs> so fresh. So fresh. So fresh. Um, I am horned up. I love mm-hmm. I love that Jim has kind of gone through this discovery and like how many times has Dwight been masturbating a pen in the corner and Jim didn't <laughs> notice? Yeah. yeah. He's been his move for the past few years. And finally, he's it's got those. as subtle as I am when I like somebody. <laughs> <laughs> well, well. Your cold brew straw. <laughs> Licking it and they're like, ma'am, are you having a seizure? Licking like the dew all around your cold brew. (laughs) Yeah. So I am, I'm ready. My body is ready. I I would say that I am, what was the word that they used? Responding. (laughs) (laughs) My body is, let's just say responding. My body's also responding. I think it's great. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, I'm also responding (laughs) and I want to see them get a beat down. Mm B-E-E-T. Mm-mm-mm. Beat each other off. Beat each, Beat each other, off, other yeah. off, yeah. Well, let us know what you think if tell you're us also your weird responding. Take them to, also. <laughs> yeah, tell us your weird celebrity crushes. <laughs> Send us your stories. Stay safe from those octopus zombies, you guys. Yes. Yeah, watch out. Be vigilant. Don't look the octopus in the eye. <laughs> Just hated Christensen. <laughs> Christian Haydenson. Hayden. And if he asks you to marry him before the end of the world, you say yes. Because life is short. <laughs> Goodbye. See ya. Great. You get what I mean? Pound town, beat town. Oh, you said a beat town? Beat you said beat down. I know, but I meant to say beat. Oh, oh my god. My god. <laughs> Are you okay? Are you okay? I'm not okay. Me and Danny both got on our phones before we're helping you. Oh! <laughs>
and she pushed her foot like this. Did oh. you hit your head? No. No. Okay, you're okay? She, I'm fine. Just a little skin back of my thighs. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I'm so funny. Oh, my God. Guys, that never happens. The chair never actually hey, Susan. tilts. Hey, Susan, cut that. <laughs> cut my terrible friends who recorded it. <laughs> this, is, this is the fucking problem with 2019. They recorded it before coming to my rescue. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. You didn't hear your head at all. Oh no, on this. no. I went back in slow motion. You like, yeah, it was really slow, and you like curved your body and cut yourself. You protected your head. Oh my god, that's so funny. Oh. You honestly look really cool. I mean it. <laughs> I mean, I really like it. For more erotic goodness, join our Patreon where you can access hundreds of hours of steamy content and bonus episodes from your favorite pop culture fandoms at patreon.com forward slash fangasm. For updates, merch, to join our private Facebook group, The Fanny Pack, or to submit a story, visit fangasmpodcast.com. For a regular hookup, make sure you subscribe and if you're extra horny, leave a review, but only if it's nice. Oh yeah. Meow. Yeah. Sorry.